0: Welcome to the Buffalo Plus Podcast. Dan Fates, Jenna Cottrell, uh, Mike Catalana with me as well. We're going to break down the Bills' season-ending loss to the Bengals. 27-10 to Buffalo falling at home in Orchard Park. Mike, tough loss, last loss. This game decided the Bills' season. Uh, what is your biggest takeaway from this game?
1: That all the problems they had during the year came back to haunt them Yeah. in the biggest game of the year. And in the past, they found a way to work around those things. It was Josh saving them, Jordan Poyer making an interception in the end zone, Von Miller with a sack, like whatever it was, they found a way to overcome it. Well, this one was it all came together. Both lines of scrimmage, play calling, defensive play calling, schemes, adjustments, bad timeouts, I mean, everything came together in one day and um, – and it showed. It was 27-10. Dan, it wasn't even that close. No, and remember we talked about at the end, you know, a week ago.
2: Oh, like, you know, they had the turnovers. They stalled against Miami, but they, you know, found a way to win. But they got to clean things up. And Josh with the turnovers, all those things. And I, I remember us saying, like, that's who this team is. And they got away with it against teams they were better than. And the Bengals were a better team. And that is what happens when... You get dominated on both-line scrimmage. The offense wasn't creative. The defense couldn't get any pressure. Like yeah. All of those things, like Matt Milano said it after the game, we didn't execute offensively, defensively, special teams, and that's a, a, a recipe for a disaster. And, Mike, you're right. It was more of a disaster than a 27-10 to 10 loss.
0: I, my thing I'm surprised by was just the energy level, how flat it was in that game. I mean, the opening drive... Bengals walk down the field, score the touchdown, and you're like, all right, let's see what the Bills can do. Three and out from Buffalo. But, Mike, it just felt like the Bills got themselves into a hole, and it was just they, they had nothing.
1: Yeah. And, and, look, I know the DeMar Hamlin thing was very impactful, but it's been an awesome story since that happened. And the team has had moments. I, I don't think any of them used that or said that. I know it's been emotional for them. But let's be honest. I mean, DeMar's at the game. It was a crazy circumstance. He's doing well. I don't think that's got anything to do with it, and I wouldn't expect anybody to say anything. Now, the overall impact of this whole season, which has been crazy, maybe. But come on. It's a home playoff game against the Bengals. You might lose because Cincinnati's good, well-coached. Yeah. How many in a row yeah. have they won now? Is that 10? Ten. L- 10 in a row? Yeah. Um, but all of that being said, you never looked like – You were, they were in the game for about two minutes after Josh got the touchdown to make it 14 7. Yeah. And then they just laid there while, you know, Cincinnati went down the field and scored. No responses. Nobody stepped up. And, you know, Dan, if you live the whole time by just saying, well, Josh will bail us out, yeah. Yeah. It catches up with you. And I know
2: we we, we have plenty of time through this offseason to address big issues and there needs to be issues that 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 will be addressed but this was an example of no offensive identity no in-game adjustments no creativity it was a a lackluster performance and again we've talked about it before I know Dan Orlovsky's talked about it that the Bills game plan at times is third and Josh Allen like third and be a hero and that's not a recipe to live by It's not a formula to win, turning the ball over, all of those things. They didn't turn it over today. They didn't generate
1: anything. You know, it was funny you say that. Jenny, think about this. We watch the other teams play. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kansas City has made plays. They always make plays. What's their go-to? They're going to Kelsey. He's getting them a first down. Or Mahomes makes a play. Or they are not a great running team, but they can run it. You watch the 49ers, multiple ways to beat you running the ball. Yeah. Purdy just puts it on the money. They have wide receivers who will catch the ball, go distances, and they've got – obviously they got Kittle. You watch the Eagles, they can run the ball numerous ways. Hertz can beat you with his legs. Great offensive line, like multiple ways, creative ways. All those teams are super creative. Yeah. Ugh. The Bills look. I don't think Cincinnati is the craziest, most inventive offense, but they have a super calm quarterback, yeah. they, great yeah. receivers,
2: methodical, yeah. methodical.
1: They are well coached and efficient, yes. and they got the perfect guy leading it. And now, even, do I think Josh Allen is as talented, or probably is more talented? Correct. Yeah. But I think I think there's better coaching and a better plan yep. for Joe Burrow than there is for
0: and I mean, let's, let's be real though there was better execution as yeah. well but all of those things go into how prepared you are for a game and it felt like i agree it didn't it didn't seem like there was any creativity and then you saw the frustration from stefan diggs and we can talk about that as well of you know we talked this season about like you want to see them force the ball to Diggs if they need to because he yeah. has been so dependable this season. He's had big numbers. He's come up in big moments. Um, and then to see kind of the way things went down the stretch and the frustrations after yeah. the game.
1: I, I, I don't mean it. I'm, I'm disappointed in Diggs. And he didn't hang around, and Josh has to answer for him. Sean McDermott's got to answer for him. I'm not saying that Diggs doesn't have a point sometimes to just get me the ball, but... You do that, then you leave, and you don't talk. I've loved Diggs since he's been there. I think he's an awesome player. He's been a leader. He's been great with his teammates. But in the biggest moment, in the biggest game, you're on the sidelines yelling at your quarterback. And I'm not talking about in the second quarter when you can do something about it. I'm talking about you're yelling at him when the game's over. Right? That The game was over after yeah. that incompletion. Yeah. I, I just think it's weak because our job is to go in and ask questions, and we ask people about those it's almost unfair to ask, not Josh, obviously, or not McDermott, but other guys, because they got you got to answer for somebody else. And I thought, maybe it's just a bad moment, and hopefully it'll be fine, yeah. but that's not a way to go out of a season. No, it's bad optics. I, I,
2: yeah. I, I don't think this means... I, I know you said weak, and I can see it's a weak moment. I, I agree, because, again, like you said, everybody else has to talk for digs or about digs, but... I don't think that Diggs is a bad teammate. Sean McDermott said he's, he's a competitor, all those things. We we know that. It's just not a good look. That That's all. Like, like, like when the season's crumbling and things are going bad, like, I didn't
1: love seeing that. I, I'm, yeah. I'm going to just slightly, maybe it's semantics. The season wasn't crumbling. It had crumbled. The game was yeah. over. Yep. It wasn't like, I'm going to scream at you and we're going to make something happen. Yeah. No, the game, they, they were done. And I just think it was bad. Now, look. It was very
0: reactionary.
1: It was. And... I don't know. I just think that's not... that A team sticks together. They've stuck together through a lot of stuff. They yeah. I didn't like... This game was really... You put it all together. Like, terrible offense, terrible defense, that's, coaching problems, everything. That's
0: probably the worst we've seen the Bills play in a, in a while, I yeah, would we, say.
1: Yeah,
2: we said since... I said since Jacksonville. When they, they were so lackluster and discombobulated in Jacksonville. But that was...
1: In Jacksonville against a bad team yep. on the road during the season. It's yep. a home playoff game to go to the AFC title game. The
2: uh, one thing I just want to finish on is that you know, we talk about creativity. And and we had done a podcast earlier in the week um, and or before the playoffs so talking about the moments that stuck out to us the most um, about the Bills and the playoffs. And, Mike, yours was John Brown throwing the touchdown pass on the opening drive against the Texans. Uh, In the 2019 playoffs.
1: Josh Allen's first playoff drive.
2: Yep. And I think about Dawson Knox and the two-point conversion last year in Nashville. When he threw that um, with a broken hand at the time. Yeah. Or I think about Cole Beasley throwing a touchdown pass. Uh, I can't remember who it was, too. But, like, those creative plays that Brian Dable brought and pushed the envelope. Kept defenses on their toes and confuse them and it doesn't even need to be a lot of confusion it just needs to be make them think and then don't let them react and that has been very frustrating for me this year where there is no pre-step motion there is no look this way so i can go that way it's a whole lot of hoping that josh makes a superhuman play
0: there are times where, when I'm on the field, it just it feels like it's just a series. It, everything is a slog where you're like yeah. every yard. I feel like for the last but couple. But Jenna, of if weeks, you look at the
2: statistics, Josh Allen is is playing the same way that
1: he did the year before, you know last <laughs> yeah. year. Yeah, it feels different. Box score scouting. That's yeah. all that is.
0: It feels really different, and that's those are big things that they have to address in the offseason. And there are probably, I would imagine, a lot of changes coming. Um, but that being said, like. I, I mean, the, I think this was just the Bills' worst possible game. Like, I think they yeah. are – they can be an incredibly efficient and high-powered offense, all of these things. But it was – like, my thing was it was just interesting to see everything fall apart kind of simultaneously.
1: Yeah, I think it's a combination. Look, Brandon Bean deserves blame. I mean, the offensive yeah. line, they've spent money, they've spent picks – Uh, But not to the extent that they did on the D-line. The offensive lines let them down. There's no question. Um, You know, they went out and got Roger Saffold. Uh, They, you know, Spencer Brown has not been what they hoped he would be. Deion Dawkins, by the end of the year, was struggling. Teams were, and I don't know if Deion's 100% healthy. I know he's been going through some things during the year. But seriously, like, that line is not, it's certainly on a good day is average. Right? That's all they are. They don't have a great identity. They're not a power line. They're not a great athletic line. Like yeah. you know. And they don't have that. And you know, weapon wise, they don't have anybody outside of Diggs that you count on week in, week out. Dawson Knox is a nice player. I think he's in some ways their second most dependable pass catcher. Yeah. Agreed. Especially during the, and during so the last part of the season. I think I'm aggressive in the off season if I'm being I'm helping Josh Allen, and maybe starting with. I ask you guys now: Is Dorsey back next year? I don't
0: think he is. That's just my personal opinion. Um, I feel like, and maybe this is just, you know, me looking too far into it. But in terms of in terms of the vibes, guys, it just doesn't feel the same. From I mean, Dable and Josh it seemed like they were best buds, and I feel like there's been a lot of frustration with ken dorsey and just like we talked about some of the play calling and i think it's just i don't know where you go because you know people have talked about joe brady the bill's quarterbacks coach but obviously he would be taking over offensive coordinator duties and he would be in a first year role like that type of thing um but dorsey i just think there's growing pains with anyone but
1: i don't know do you have time for the growing pains? exactly like you have a window Yeah, no, and, and that's what it is it, I
2: know I'm, I went in before the game. I was sitting in the press box, and I talked to a bunch of people, and I said, Loki I got a hot flex. take. Yeah. <laughs> you you had a f- hot take? Yeah, How, <laughs> rare. And I said, is Ken Dorsey coaching for his job today? I said that before the game. Wow. Look at you. I said that before, and I don't know if I necessarily believed it, but we saw that the offense sputtered and stalled against Miami and the turnovers have been an issue all year and all of these things. Um, I I think it's probably more likely he stays, but I wouldn't not I would not be surprised in the slightest if he didn't. If he, if he left. If he was fired. Um, I think the Bills would love for him to somehow land a head coaching job, whether it was Carolina, and they could shake hands and not kick him out the door but close the door behind him um, because I think this offense needs to be challenged. I think these this, the message that has gone stale um, and it's over a whole year. This isn't just a two game sample size where they've struggled. Like, they, this offense has plateaued and it's lacking, like we just mentioned, creativity. And I just think that there are other voices that can come in, fresh voices that have not been a part of the organization. Don't just give Ken Dorsey the job or because Josh Allen likes him more, that he's familiar with the, the organization, get somebody that can take this offense to another level.
1: I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you, and I think there's pressure on Sean McDermott. Not necessarily, you know, look, it's easy to just always go to the head coach and all. He can make changes in his coordinator. He had Dable there a long time. He's had Leslie there. We haven't talked about Leslie Frazier. I don't think Leslie Frazier is going anywhere. Agreed. I think Sean McDermott has a, certainly a hand in the defense. I mean, let's let's also be honest. The defense was missing Hyde, missing Von Miller, missing yep. Poyer a good chunk of the time. Trey White. he was White. playing hurt. Uh, Trey White is not himself. Um, they like Christian Benford. He didn't get back on the field. Like, there was a lot missing. Daquan Jones today, not in the game. Yeah. Yep. At least there, you had some reasons, not excuses, right? Yep. Yeah. That the defense wasn't what it was. Uh, I'm worried about the secondary, no doubt. Yeah and you know you don't know what they're going to do with linebacker you know what they're going to do with Tremaine but there's a lot of questions about that but I don't think Leslie Frazier's I know a lot of people get mad at Frazier let's be honest they give up the two scores early they got pushed around there's no doubt about it but I don't think it's the same thing as having Josh Allen as your quarterback and not being able to make it work.
2: We went into the season talking about man those 53 man rosters so talented I think right now after seeing this season in the entirety, not just this isn't a a reaction to just one game, you can throw a dart and hit a position group, not the quarterback, that needs to be upgraded. Every single position group, I think, needs to be addressed. I think...
0: I think every single position group needs to be addressed. That's but, crazy but to like, say. But, like, what, uh, yes. Like, I can't yes. believe I'm
2: saying that after this season.
0: Well, I did a radio interview. They're like, we're going to talk about something that's concerning us, one of the position groups. And I was like, I don't know which which position group they're going to choose. Is it going to be secondary? Is it going to be offensive line? Is it going to be skill position guys? Like, yeah, it, there's you know, there are a lot of questions. You know, it's, it's And that's a lot of work, too.
1: Jenna, I was going to say, if you went through every team that made the playoffs this year, I think the only one that has worse <laughs> skill guys is the Giants.
2: Wow. And they took one and, of the Bills Dallas practice squad great. players and made him pretty good. Yeah, yeah, Dallas
1: is not great. Mm. I mean, if you look at what their skill That's guys CD are. and Pollard. Pollard is good. Pollard CD is good. Lamb is really good. They're missing that other guy. They'll probably go out and get that. Uh, San Francisco, no doubt, has those guys at wide receiver and running back. Eagles any good? Eagles, yeah. The Eagles <laughs> have the guys. Minnesota's got those guys. I mean, like, if you go around, like I don't I don't think the Bills even remotely match up. And that's not even going with the offensive line. Look at the offensive lines that are left. Kansas City, Philly, Washington, and Cincinnati with their backups dominated the Bills. I'm not I don't think they have a great line, but they make up for it with scheme, a quarterback, and weapons. Yeah. So I don't know, am I missing somebody that where the Bills would rank with weapons? No, Obviously, I mean Miami's I, got better weapons. Oh, to say,
0: I think that's fair.
1: And they didn't make the playoffs. So Jacksonville.
0: Miami. Well, Bill's they got, got a better weapons. I like loaded.
1: Jacksonville's. Uh, Jacksonville's weapons. ATN. Uh, somebody laughed at me one day. I said, I'd take Zay Jones on this team in a minute. Hundred yeah. percent. I'm like, Zay Jones is playing great. Yep. He is. And they got Christian Kirk. Yeah. And they have some, and they got uh, Ingram, the tight end, making plays down the field. They, they've got good players. I, they're lacking. It's on beam. This is a tough off season for him. He's yeah. got a lot of moves to make. Shout
2: out Benjamin Zolak. Talked about, pointed out that Brandon Bean hasn't drafted a Pro Bowler the last four years on this good of a team. That's interesting. And I will also admit that Pro Bowling is stupid. Matt Milano's on a Pro well, Bowler, but he's a first team All but Pro. But you
1: could you could even make that argument and say All Pro, Pro Bowler, or even a player sure. that deserved to get it. Yeah, um, a snub. I mean they ain't anybody.
2: Add maybe last year when he had a.
1: Yeah, really but good even year. that, it's not like some guaranteed yeah. guy. I mean, look who they've taken in the high rounds. You know, AJ Apanessa, Greg Rousseau. Elam, Greg Rousseau. You know, I
0: think Kyrie could have potential. Yeah, he's
1: he's got ability, but I mean, pro you know. Yeah, all uh, pro no. and Pro Bowl. You yes, know, not even. Yeah, there's a huge jump. And to I know that. you're even that you're drafting late in the first round, but teams draft guys that are Pro Bowlers, second, third, fourth round. I mean, it happens. So. Yeah, Bean's got pressure on him. Now, not losing your job pressure, but, just, like, come on. like.
0: Well, it's disappointing, too, to see, like, today, how much they've invested in the defensive line <laughs> through yeah. free agency, through the draft, all these things. And, like, there was the opportunity to capitalize considering the Bengals are so beaten up on their offensive line. And it was like, I mean, Joe Burrow, it felt like they did a good job of scheming around that, but at the same point there, just felt like there was no pressure Up on bur like it just it yeah it was really upsetting to see knowing how much money they've spent and invested to see kind of a performance like that today. And honestly, without Von Miller it's 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 been like that.
1: And Von is Vaughn, but he's a year older next year too. Like you were getting a great year out of him coming off a second ACL. That did take a lot out of him, I thought. You know, I mean out of them without him. Yeah. But, and by the way, I'm not giving Leslie Frazier a pass today. I didn't like the scheme. I figure if you're going to be aggressive, be aggressive. Get the corners up. Try to take away. They went underneath a lot in this game.
0: Yeah, they did. Yep. And
1: guys were open all the time. Guys were open. Open, so. open. Yeah. I had nightma- like nightmare flashbacks
2: of Joe Burrow just looking surgical like Tom Brady did in Orchard Park for two decades. That was, that was the precision. And like you talked about Mike, but he doesn't have the talent that – Allen has. He doesn't right. have the arm, the running ability. He doesn't have. He doesn't even have the big arm like like Mahomes, right? Or even Herbert. But man, does he put the ball in the right place at the right time? His decision making, his poise in the pocket is just phenomenal.
1: Yeah, he was He's great. a problem.
2: He really He's was gonna be a Joe problem in Buffalo. C-
0: he really was Joe Cool. Yeah, like, like he was calm, cool. And we we talked about oh the Bills how they match up with time. the Chiefs.
2: Like yeah. now they got problems. Yeah, because the Bengals ain't going anywhere.
1: Yeah, it goes fast. What do they say? The NFL stands for not for long. And you get your window there. You know, Sean was asked, is your window closing? That's a bit strong. Yeah, you still got Josh Allen, but it does change the window like they have to make substantial moves, I think, to open that window wider. And I have to say, you look around the division and you say, I don't love New England at all but with better coaching which is funny to say that about them they'll be competitive i mean their offensive coaching yeah. was abysmal their weapons were abysmal i think they'll be better miami's got a good roster yeah. and if tua's healthy they're a problem and the jets have a great defense with i mean they have to figure out what they're doing so they all have issues but the conference itself is strong and you know you still got the chargers you got even you know pittsburghs coming up with a young quarterback, it's yeah. like, it gets harder.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I feel like it's setting setting in <laughs> now that there's, winning cures all. And, and I feel like with the Bills, when they kept winning, you're like, yeah, there's problems, but, you know.
1: The great deodorant is winning.
0: Yeah. And then now the season-ending loss, especially in a way like that, it just, it feels like there are a lot of.
2: I hate it when weaknesses.
0: Nick Wright and
1: Colin Coward are right. Ugh. Oh, Nick hurts. Wright is dunking. You know what? I usually try to make fun of him, take a little troll shot at him sometimes. I mean, nothing to say. He's tweeting in capital letters, and you, you could be mad, but I mean, his You're team's mad in the championship, right. yeah. and they're playing Burrow, and it's that's the two in the AFC now. Allen's not part of that. Yep. Yeah. It's Bur. It was Mahomes and Allen. It's Burrow and Mahomes now. Until yeah. Josh changes for the second their merit. straight year, it's yeah. Chiefs and Bengals in the AFC, and it's not all on Josh because he was great last year in that game, and this game was whatever. But he's lost in the playoffs to Mahomes twice and Burrow once. Yes, yeah. he's 0 for three against those two. Yeah, it's just, and it's it, not. I know before you say it, it's not all on him, but yeah, that's the way it goes. Also,
0: just losing a playoff game at home in the way that you did, yeah, yeah. it's just, it's, it's.
1: Yeah, but they need to build a dome. Build a dome.
0: I mean, I selfishly wish they would, but that's because I don't want to be outside. Um, we always talk about the press box. The food, yeah. And I well want to do that, but, but I wanted to make sure we wrapped up what you guys were thinking about.
2: Yeah, today was a sad trombone. Yes. Like that was. Well, I, 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 I had a much know. more graphic description of the game earlier, but we'll <laughs> uh, we'll just go with the sad trombone noise. Because it was just one of those every single time, and like, Mike, you asked the the best question I thought to to Matt Milano, just saying it was an uncommon game, the way that this, the way the defense played and all of those things. And did you sense that was what your question was to Milano, who again, I tweeted out the the video, um, and somebody responded with, I did not know that's what Matt Milano sounded like, which (laughs) I thought was very, was a perfect tweet because we don't, he's a very soft spoken guy, doesn't, doesn't talk a lot and usually doesn't doesn't say much and he said yeah there was no juice there was no energy there was no momentum usually it's the offense scores and then we can feed off that or the defense gets a turnover and the offense responds and he goes there was none of that today and to think about saying those words if you said that week 12 against you know the Steelers I'd be like oh yeah that makes sense but to say it in the divisional round of the playoffs at home is just very surprising to me. And that's just kind of how I, I, I felt about this game was the lack of energy. Um, again, I, I didn't know if it was just the emotional toll that this season has taken on them, but it just was, they were flat. By the way, and do you think the
1: crushed Bengals played with any edge from feeling like they got cheated out of the home game yeah. and then all the talk about the Bills and Chiefs? Yeah. I do. A little bit, right? I they think they like definitely took it, that.
0: They took it personally,
1: I would say. Okay, Michael Jordan. <laughs> and I took it personally. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and this I took sucked. that personally. It did. Yeah, it was a it bad one. It did. Uh, being on the sidelines of that game, the fourth quarter, I was like, ooh. I was like, man, this is... And just being around the team, like seeing them hanging their heads. Normally, that's like... I heard Jermaine Edmonds yelling in the fourth quarter, like, come on, let's fight, let's fight. But it just... The reaction was just it was weird. It, yeah. it it felt like slowly this team had been losing air all season long and then yesterday it just
2: Yeah. It's like there you know there were there were holes in the tire and you kept filling it up and patching them and you hit a really big pothole in the bangles. Yeah. Yep. No, it's true. And the car crumbled.
0: Oh. <sighs> Oh, that sounds bad.
1: <laughs> so, do you want to talk about food? Yeah. Jenna, good. what was the food like on the field? I did not. Okay,
2: also, let's not, like, cry a sob story. Jenna was up in the press box pregame. She got to eat up there, too. That
0: was so defensive of yeah. you.
2: <laughs> yeah, because I knew we would get the flack of, like, oh, Darren's up in the press box. Jenna doesn't, have to, doesn't get to oh, eat. Wait a minute.
1: You go up there one game and you're fighting back on the narrative that you're in the oh press my box God, yeah relax you're I'm in the press box every week i hear it and i go oh that's terrible i'm going up in the press box <laughs> now yeah. by the way those pastries look like they're plastic
2: yeah butter
1: the butter blog it the was butter a butter blog yeah. yeah they, they don't look real and one had bacon in it
2: yeah it was one i had it was a bacon was donut wrapped around a bacon yeah it was good
1: donut i don't want bacon in a pastry
0: i don't mind that i didn't have it I had the beef on weck macaroni and cheese, which oh, was oh, so we had a nice which little had, meal. which had beef stroganoff vibes, yeah. and then I had the chicken wings, which were really good. Yeah, Lenovo. Yeah, and then I had a a,
2: a bowl of M and M's
0: and gummy bears.
2: <laughs> Pre-game and, fuel, and then at halftime, like that that buffalo chicken wing dip, very was weird. smooth.
1: Yeah, smooth. Smooth. It was like pureed Buffalo chicken It was window. like It came out yeah. of Just a big Somebody <laughs> in
2: line goes Are those sweet potatoes Because like, that was The consistency yeah. What do you mean
1: well, you So know, imagine Sweet usually, potatoes It usually has Some, some chunks <laughs> Chunks in there You know what I'm oh, saying Oh like
0: mashed Sweet potatoes Yeah Oh okay so They go with Sweet
1: potatoes
2: like. Well you can
0: You can prepare Sweet potatoes yeah, In other ways
2: Yeah like that was Like the consistency Of what it looked so weird It was accurate It was good Don't get me wrong It was good and they had some brisket that was good, and that was... So, okay. Didn't so. have much of an appetite.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, exact what was your
2: experience day. like?
1: Weird. I felt like <laughs> a fish out of water.
0: Right? I feel like oh, I didn't have
1: least. any Stan friends when I was up there. wherever yeah. he goes. He's never a fish out of water. He's over there holding court with didn't people. Didn't
0: you feel like you weren't working? Yes. Yeah.
2: Because like even when I'm at the station games, I'm like... Cutting video, tweeting from there. Like it just was like you're sitting I don't know, it's different. Yeah. You're just like It's not my first time I've been in the press box, it's probably only my
1: fifth or sixth time, but it's
2: I don't I don't feel like I belong. <laughs> <laughs> were we
1: all were we all in the press box the same... No, you weren't up there. Channel 8 never let you go, did they? Yeah. Yeah, that was kind nope. of funny. I remember when Jenna came and broke all the rules yep. when she was working in Elmira. Yeah, I was next she to was her. She was in the press box.
0: Yep. Yeah, Dan Wait came with me. Wait we were there that day. Yeah. yeah so, no, we so we actually technically were all, all were in the press three box. We were, yeah. I remember we... Dan. So Dan and I worked together in Elmira. Dan Cottrell and I worked together yes. in Elmira. Jenna Fates. And, uh, no, Renee, your wife would not like that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> your sister. Um, but... We were. <laughs> I was what twenty two at the time. I was the sports director, so I had like Mike's job, but in Elmira. No, you did. And you were in yeah, Elmira. It, it, it doesn't count. But <laughs> essentially, we missed a game. and We didn't tell them we weren't coming. So lost
2: our credential. <laughs> we lost our credential. Chris Finelli. Oh it's like, my Like, hey, guys, God. you didn't show up. Yeah. So. You didn't tell us, so you guys can't come anymore. We're like, yeah, fair enough. Too man. Had no yeah. idea what we were doing. I yeah. No. That's idea. why Mike
1: h- handles all the logistical stuff. No, I Mike makes it too.
0: seem like he does.
1: I take care of for you guys. I make sure you're all set. You do book the flights. Yeah, man. But I wish
0: we were going to yeah, Atlanta. We more flights
1: though. I know. Yeah. Oh,
0: well, we got London. <laughs> all right. Anything else, Bueller?
1: No, I'm good. Well, we're we don't have post game uh, podcasts, but we will be doing podcasts.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Still say subscribe because we're. We're going to keep putting out content, of course. And we have a lot to talk about as the offseason begins. And there are big decisions to be made. And obviously plenty of upgrades in terms of what the Bills want to do. And just decisions along the way. So be sure to keep it here and subscribe. As well as if you could rate the podcast. Comments are always appreciated. And if you could share it. If you like this podcast and want to send it to some other Bills fans. um, Yeah. For Mike and Dan, Dan is yawning, so I feel like that's the cue. All good. All good. All right. Uh, For Mike and Dan, I'm Jenna. We will catch you next time here on Buffalo Plus. Thanks for listening, and be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe.